Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! Let's get it, people. Mike Sempervivi here with you for the next hour, talking professional wrestling and mixed martial arts. Yes, there's actually going to be a mixed martial arts story. Don't worry, I'll get it out of the way very early. But we do this thing every single day here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. And however you're joining me today, tune in iHeart, American Forces Radio, SportsByline.com. Over-the-air affiliates like the Mightier 1090, Sirius XM, on replay via podcast or video streaming on Twitch or YouTube. Just want to say thank you for spending a little bit of time with me today. It's Wednesday, and you know what that means. A very, very busy day. AEW Dynamite and Rampage tapings for Friday taking place at the Arthur Ashe Stadium, Queens, New York. This is a heavily anticipated card, to put it mildly. A million-dollar gate. Big crowd as it stands now. I know it's less than last time around. I think the last ticket total was around 13,000. Doesn't matter. However many people are going to be in that place, I have a feeling it's going to be pretty live. And we are going to go through each and every match that's going to be taking place tonight for both Dynamite and Rampage. And I'll give you my predictions on them Got Tony Khan, because it's Wednesday. Hey, for a regular Dynamite show, he'd be all over the media. A little bit extra today because of everything taking place in Queens. Got some news come from him. Anytime there's news from AEW, WWE's got a little bit of counterbalance to that. And we have some words from Paul Levesque in an interview that he did. As well as, by the way, the NXT review, which, yes, we will we'll get into that in detail as well. So a, a massive day today. We've got a whole lot of news, including WWE's ratings that we were typing up and saying how much better they have been. Well, the NFL is here now, so they've gone down a little bit. And I hear the Memphis wrestling music playing right now as well. So I will go ahead and sign off for this segment and be back and get this whole thing started. Wrestling Observer Live.
airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 5531 800-754-4531 800-754-4531 that's 800-754-4531 okay we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across america so if you have an old car truck or van even a motorcycle or an rv sitting around you can right now give it away and help the vets they really need your help and your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes. I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you, or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Mike Sempervivi here with your Wrestling Observer Live. Brian Alvarez, obviously not here. I believe he is uh, at the doctor. Everything is okay. Just just needed to go to the doctor. Uh, I believe that's what it is, at least. Maybe a little physical therapy. Uh, still trying to work out all of the kinks in his neck and his back after getting beaten up by Killer Kelly and Filthy Tom Lawler a couple of weeks ago. If you want to relive that memory, as long as, as well as uh, everything you needed to know from the young and the restless, you can check out last night's Brian and Vinny show, not only featuring Craig, but an appearance of Granny, where she reviewed the match and uh, 
you know, shame on you, Kevin Gill and Dave Prezak. She didn't like your naughty mouths. But that's up for subscribers over at F4WOnline.com if you're just needing yourself some Brian Alvarez and cannot wait until after tonight's AEW Dynamite where he and Dave Meltzer will do a full wrap-up on the show. That is usually up for subscribers at around 5 o'clock, 5.30 in the morning. So that's when uh, that will be up for subscribers. But it is surely going to be a busy, busy news day. And uh, I might as well just get right into it now for all you ASMR kids here. You ready? (sighs) Got the Red Bull. But I don't have millions and millions and millions of dollars. You know who does? Floyd Mayweather. Now, Floyd Mayweather, for all I know, may owe millions and millions of dollars to the IRS, but he's going back to Japan for some easy money. They announced this fight not all that long. It's been a couple weeks now, but it has not picked up any steam whatsoever. The Japanese MMA company Ryzen which has basically been the spiritual successor of Pride Fighting Championships since it began. They held a press conference today to hype up the fact that Floyd Mayweather Jr. and Mikuru Asukura will be fighting on September 25th in a boxing match. Mayweather has done this before. He fought kickboxer Tenshin Nashikawa on New Year's Eve in 2018. He reportedly received $9 million for that fight. Again, that's the reported number. How much he actually came home with is a, is anybody's guess. He didn't take the fight seriously and, frankly, didn't have to. Showed up hours before, got his hands taped, went out there and knocked out Nashikawa. It was supposed to be basically an exhibition for Nashikawa to kind of increase his, his kickboxing uh his old kickboxing career and he's won 11 fights since but that's kind of the only thing that anybody outside japan knows him for is getting beaten up by floyd mayweather and then crying in the ring afterwards uh asukura again this is a this is just another uh exhibition here for rising uh asukura and, and mayweather so if you're interested in such things, I believe that's going to be available on Fight TV. It is amazing how far that uh, Japanese MMA has fallen in the last God knows how many years when you bring in a Floyd Mayweather and not even that is going to get any attention. I mean, that's gotten far less attention, say, than Logan Paul facing off against Roman Reigns in Saudi Arabia. So if you like that sort of thing... There you go. Mayweather and Asakura will be fighting on September 25th as part of a big rising show. Nobody cares about that right now, though, because it's Wednesday and because Dynamite is taking place and we got a whole lot going on. Tony Khan is in the news. Tony Khan, and you can see this on the main page. Tony Khan has commented on rules regarding when MJF can cash in his chip from the Casino Battle Royal. By winning the latter match at All Out, MJF has earned a future world title shot. And during an appearance on the Barstool Wrestling Show, wrestling that is, Tony Khan was asked when MJF is able to cash in his opportunity. He said that he's really looming over the championship picture since he returned it all out and won the casino ladder match, which means he's going to have a shot at the world title anytime he wants. I will sanction that match. Khan would continue to say that the cash-in can happen on any sanctioned AEW event, I think anytime any sanctioned event, we can certainly make it happen, Khan responded. With live television, pay-per-view events, all of these opportunities, it's exciting to have a contender out there looming and to have this big championship match tonight on Dynamite. 
I don't think MJF would cash in tonight. Although he could cash in tonight, it would be uh, it would be such a huge babyface reaction that if you and he's going to get that anyway with whatever he does on the show. But if he's to go out and cash in, I don't think anybody's going to be booing MJF. I know it's like, well, you know, the Queens is, is is away from Long Island. Come on, most people in Queens are like they're Mets fans. There's a lot of Islander fans. You know, there's people that wanted to rebel and became Devils fans. I can't imagine such a fate. But, like, you know, the Nets, you know, they kind of associate with the island, kind of more associated with North Jersey. I know I just pissed off a lot of people in Queens right there, but considering my baseball team took such a beating at their hands the entire season, I'm not going to feel too bad about it. But uh, it's possible. It's within the realm of possibility, at least according to Tony Khan, that that could actually be something that happens tonight. Again, I would tend to doubt it. Tony Khan was also on Busted Open as he did all of his media rounds and once uh, he actually said he may have a trick up his sleeve for tonight's show and, and surprises that may be in store for both Dynamite and Rampage, he said that tonight's four hours is closest is going to be the closest thing to a pay-per-view on TV that we're going to get, reiterating a point he made on a podcast Tuesday when he said it would be the most stacked four hours we are ever going to present over two hours of Dynamite and two hours of Rampage. Usually over two hours and two hours, that is a good way to showcase four hours of programming. Uh, during the Busted Open appearance, Khan hammered home that tonight's show will be a big value for wrestling fans in the area buying tickets and urged them to come to the show if they are in the arena. Unlike last year, the event is not sold out. And that is true. Uh, the last check was a little under 13,000 tickets that AEW had sold for tonight's show. It was close to 20,000. It was pretty much capacity last year when they were there. This is the third time they're going to be running this show. The first time around, because of the pandemic, it was forced to take place at Daly's Place, but this is going to be seemingly an annual event in Queens, and regardless of whether they sell all those tickets or not, it is still going to be a million-dollar gate, as Tony Khan has hyped up repeatedly this week. Uh, so it's still, again, not that big of a deal to me. I know people will point at that and go, oh, what a failure it is and everything like that. Look, times are tough no matter where you are. And considering that they increased ticket prices for this, considering that the gate is over a million dollars, you know, hey... <laughs> It's it's the again, I, I'm not going to be doing any crying for them and I'm not going to be doing any laughing at them either. Uh, so it is a it's a huge show and I'll just might as well get right to the card right now here and start going through it a little bit. Got all these notes here in front of me. Let me pan back here. Where am I at here? There we are. See, this is only painful live. During the podcast version, I'll just cut all that nonsense out. So Grand Slam tonight. On TBS, John Moxie, Brian Danielson, obviously for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. I like the idea of Brian Danielson getting the win here. I really do. Uh, I know John Moxley would be well suited for it. You could have both of them beat the crap out of each other if you're dying to see MJF somehow get in there and and and, and cash his chip in. You could definitely have Moxley and Danielson basically murderize each other somehow. 
you know, take out Claudio and Wheeler Yuta and somehow kind of hold Regal up in the back. And, and you could probably have that happen. It would be a way to go off the show. Again, would it be too overshadowing on Moxley and Danielson? Maybe. Is that a match that I would like to wait for some time later on, probably in November at the pay-per-view? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. And I think they would be much better off that way. And I like the, again, I like the idea of Danielson winning because it is a little bit of a, you know, a wrinkle into things, but look at the reaction that John Moxley has gotten every time he's been out there, especially since all of this backstage locker room stuff has happened and because of All Out and what happened after that. You know, the one person that has truly risen to the, you know, top and has been everybody's favorite as far as the crowd goes has been John Moxley. And I think that is the right way to go, especially if you have no plans at all on turning MJF heel or on babyface, to me, John Moxley getting the victory here and having what I've said before is as close probably to this for this generation as you can get to Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes. MJF is going to have his fans cheering him, just like Ric Flair did. But just like Ric Flair, he's the dirtiest player in the game. And you got a guy in John Moxley who the people have chosen. He may not look like a million bucks, but he can make you a million bucks. So I'm going to pick John Moxley in this match. Got the rest of the card coming up and a whole lot more news from pro wrestling when we get back. Wrestling Observer Live. Do you own an annuity? Either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. 
Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417-800-871-9417-800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Mike Sempervivi here with you, Wrestling Observer Live. You know we do this show right here for an hour at a time every single day, but if you want us 24-7, you can find us on Twitter. I am at Sempervivi. The timeline for this show is at WONF4W. The broadcaster is at Sports Byline USA. If you love pro wrestling, at Mid-Atlantic Pod. And if you're looking for a quick 8- to 20-minute digestible form of your professional wrestling news in the morning without any any bias, any any nonsense, any commentary attached to it, just what you need, I can help you out with that. Go to Wrestling News AV. I do the wrestling news every single morning for you. If you can't listen to Dave and Brian, you just don't have that kind of time. You're going to have to listen to them later in the day. But you want to know what happened in wrestling the day before? I got your back. I'm here for you. So give that a try, WrestlingNews.com, on Twitter, at WrestlingNewsAV. Myself, Brian Solomon, Lou Kippelman, Brian Last. Nice little combination we have here just to give you the news. No nonsense, no BS. So that's enough hype for that. I said I wasn't even going to do this on the show, but when Brian took off, I figured I'd go ahead and slip that one in there. Going to be slipping in a lot of other stuff tonight because it is a busy, busy night in Queens. AEW Dynamite. I just told you that I thought John Moxley, I personally believe that John Moxley would be the right choice over Brian Danielson. Although, if you are interested in turning MJF babyface, there's nobody better than Brian Danielson for him to be feuding with in the lead up to that match because, I mean, Brian Danielson can, look, he can call a crowd fickle and they can boo him. And then he can turn around and smile, and they go nuts. And he could probably, like, break a baby rabbit's legs, and people, like, actually, Brian Danielson wouldn't do that. He could probably break, like, you know, some just random fan's legs, and, you know, people would be upset. And then you turn around and smile, and everybody would be happy again. He is one of the best professional wrestlers of all time, Brian Danielson is. He is absolutely great. Everything he does is fantastic. His technique, and most importantly, his psychology, and how he can play people. So... If you are looking for a way to try to turn MJF babyface, that would be the way to do it. Although, again, I think that's probably much ado about nothing. AEW World Tag Team Championship, swerve in our glory against the acclaimed. We're going to get a rap from Max Caster. Swerve has gone out there, 
and and gotten in the way with his his big smile, his big heel smile, the same one he had on his face when he was beating up Nick Wayne at the Defy show, and he lifted his head up with that big smile on his face. He's out there with Keith Lee, and he won't be smiling, I don't think, at the end of the night. This would be the time to change those tag team titles. It does not have to be forever. If you want to keep swerving our glory together as a team, you can absolutely have them stay in the race, have them feud with the acclaimed, and win those title ba- titles back later on down the line. But to me, the acclaimed is going to be over gigantically. People are going to be going nuts. This just feels like a good time to go ahead and change that title. Because to be honest with you, we have one title that's being vacated, and when I look at the rest of the card, it's probably not going to be any other title changes. So this can be the big title switch before the vacated title gets filled with the acclaim coming out on top. Because there's the ROH World Championship, and I know Chris Jericho said he'd like to go for the Ocho against Claudio Castagnoli, but I just don't think that's going to happen. I think Claudio's going to get the victory. I think it's going to be an outstanding match because it's Claudio and Chris Jericho. So I think it's going to be really good, but I see Claudio coming out on top in that one. Same thing with the AEW Interim World Women's Championship. Tony Storm against Athena, against Britt Baker, against Serena Deeb. I like Serena Deeb, technically, as a worker. Is she over right now? She's not. Athena, I like as a personality. Uh, she's she's good. I don't know if the people are really behind her. We know the people are really behind Britt Baker, but they want to see Britt Baker in the mix with Jamie Hayter. And unless you're going to do that... I wouldn't be switching this title right now. I know Thunder Rosa is not very popular, and she's still in the background, and God knows how long she's going to be out for. So you could make a move with Tony Storm right now and put the title on Baker and have Baker and Hater kind of go after each other for it, but I just don't think now's the time. It's not going to help Tony Storm at all if she goes out there and just loses. I think her winning just a good match that doesn't have any interference, maybe even over Britt Baker, so that Jamie Hayter has something in her pocket where it's like, what are you talking about? You just lost to the champion in front of all these people on Dynamite. That would be the way I would go with it, but we'll, we'll have to see. Bottom line is, no matter what, I think Tony Storm's walking out of there with the title. Same thing with the AEW All-Atlantic Championship pack against Orange Cassidy. I guess you could have Orange Cassidy win the All-Atlantic title, but... Why? <laughs> Why? I mean, and this is nothing against Orange, too. I mean, this is a showcase to me. It's a showcase for both of them, but especially for Pac as the All-Atlantic champion. You know, he had a good match against Kip Sabian. It was nothing to write home about. I think he can have a lot more of, of a fun match with Orange Cassidy. We've seen them in there with each other before, and we know the type of file that Pac has built up as far as Orange Cassidy, the character, goes, at least in, in storyline form. So... Those two going at it with the Lucha Brothers and, you know, the rest of Death Triangle and the rest of the best friends maybe getting into it. I'm going to be good with that. I think Pac gets the victory there. Pac gets the victory there. That moves us on to the Rampage tapings coming up here for Friday night. The Grand Slam Golden Ticket Battle Royal for the shot at the AEW World Championship. Look. I, uh, you have ratings, right? <laughs> Shouldn't there already be a number two contender? You got a bunch of champions that are not the world champion. They could be contenders. I know they're doing a thing just to do a thing that gets a lot of people onto the show. 
and that's why they're having this battle royal. I don't know if you could have had it for anything else other than a future shot at the AEW World Championship, especially when MJF has already got a chip there. Whoever loses this match will still have a claim, in theory, at wanting a rematch. So I don't know if I like the idea or not, but if Captain Insano shows up, may not be the worst idea in the world. It will probably be the best use we've had of Paul White in quite some time. There is a rumor of that. That would make me laugh. Does it make me want to see the Battle Royal? Not necessarily, no. I don't really want to see Jade Cargill against Diamante either for the TBS title, but that's going to be on there. Jade Cargill keeps blowing through everybody. I think Diamante is going to be just another one of those people as Jade Cargill continues to rack up her undefeated streak. We have Sting and Darby Allen against Brody King and Buddy Matthews in a no-DQ match. I'm expecting that to be really fun, really awesome. Obviously, you know, Darby Allen is a, he's, he's nuts. He's absolutely insane, and he's incredibly fun to watch. He, he makes you believe in the same way that sometimes in the wrong way, like with the Creed brothers and other people where it's like, ooh, you just, you, you shiver and you, you cringe at, at what they're doing and, and the way they're throwing people. Darby Allen, the way he throws himself around, it's just, it's amazing that that guy's been able to make it this far in life. But he's going to be throwing himself around again alongside Sting against King and Matthews. I don't know who I give the victory to here, you know, just all depending on, what kind of plans they have. Uh, Buddy Matthews, I don't think, has had a big win in a while, and this would be a good way to do it. You know, him getting a victory over, a, a visual pinfall over Darby Allen, Brody King even getting one over Sting, I think would do a lot for him. And if they're going to continue on with Darby Allen uh, feuding with uh, King and Matthews, we'll see. Another, you know, asterisk to put on that match as well, too, is Miro, because... At some point, I would figure, during these tapings, Miro is going to make a live appearance there at something more than just the Golden Ticket Battle Royal, and I think that would be a good way to do it because, to be honest with you, if they're not going to have Brody King and Buddy Matthews as a tag team, I'd like to see Buddy Matthews kind of pair off with Darby Allen, and I would love to see a Hoss battle between Brody King and Miro. I think that would be something that's a, a no-brainer, and I think that's something that would work for everybody. What's going to work for that crowd, for sure, Action Bronson and Hook against Matt Menard and Angelo Parker. Action Bronson and Hook are going to get the victory. It's just, uh, to me, the only question is, does the match itself go longer than the ring entrance? And who makes the hot tag to who? Because, well, I guess Hook and Peril will have to make it to Action Bronson, but we haven't seen Hook and Peril all that much. I know against Parker, uh, you know, he was in the mix a little bit and basically sold during that whole match, but it didn't go on for very long either. So Bronson and Hook, I think, get the victory there. Powerhouse Hobbs against Ricky Starks. This and Eddie Kingston, Sammy Guevara, I was a little disappointed that it didn't wait for a dynamite or it's not waiting for a bigger show. And hey, you know, this is just one match. You can still have multiples with them down the line. But both of those matches, I think, are pretty high profile, at least in my mind. And I like the idea of this Hobbs and Starks feud, even though it's been mostly talk so far. I think Hobbs has come out of his shell. You see all the potential in the world for him. Ricky Starks is fantastic. I think he sells great. He talks great. He looks great how he carries himself the whole nine yards. He's fantastic. So I'm really looking forward to that match. I'll go ahead and say 
Powerhouse Hobbs gets the victory there again over Ricky Starks, although I think they're going to have much more time than they had at the pay-per-view because I think that only went about five and a half minutes. I think Starks probably takes a lot more of this match, but then Hobbs ends up coming up, cutting his legs out from underneath him. Jungle Boy against Ray Phoenix. I'll say Jungle Boy gets the victory there. And Eddie Kingston, Sammy Guevara, you're in Queens. If it's not Eddie Kingston, there's going to be a riot. At least that's my opinion. We'll be back with the NXT review and some more news. We got a lot more news when we get back from break. Wrestling Observer Live. If you have a small business, Staples has your sign. Banners for my bakery? Staples has your sign. Oh, posters for my new pet store. Floor decals for a pharmacy. Every day, Staples Associates help every kind of small business create bold signs to make big impressions. And now get $10 off custom signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. This is your sign, so print it big at Staples. Ends 10-1. Visit staplesconnect.com slash thisisyoursign for details. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family? You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Hi, Tom Bodette here, thinking about road tripping to the family reunion. Potato salad, doing battle with the sun, dog crawling all over the cousins, and nothing brings us closer than someone squished in the middle seat. Well, it's a good thing Motel 6 has clean, comfortable rooms at a great low rate. They'll get you out of that minivan so the kids can get all spiffed up before Grandma starts pinching their cheeks. I'm Tom Bodet for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. 
You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Mike Sempervivi here with you, Wrestling Observer Live. Brian Alvarez will be back in the chair tomorrow talking about everything that happened during today's or tonight's AEW Dynamite tapings in Arthur Ashe Stadium. He'll also be back with Dave Meltzer for subscribers of Wrestling Observer Radio for a full wrap-up on everything that takes place. Just go to WrestlingObserver.com for more information on all that sort of stuff. Got a lot more news for you here before we get into the NXT review. An all-employee meeting at WWE headquarters in Stamford yesterday designed to improve corporate work culture was unsurprisingly met with a positive response as first reported by Fightful Select in a meeting led by Stephanie McMahon, Paul Levesque, and Nick Khan. It was announced that the company would be expanding its flexible work-from-home policy as well as expanding out the holidays that are paid off days for employees, including Veterans Day, Juneteenth, and Thanksgiving Eve, along with another floating holiday were added in there. Of course, this has nothing to do with independent contractors, but it will actually impact you know the agents and some of the other people that are there on show days because if Veterans Day or Juneteenth or Thanksgiving Eve falls on a Monday or a Friday, they're going to be doing some wrestling. You know, maybe not on Friday. They may tape that in advance but on Thanksgiving Eve. But, you know, people are still going to have to go out there and work. And this, is again, is something that does not affect the wrestlers, but is a very nice gesture, I, uh, it, depending on how you look at, at corporate management, a nice gesture uh, that's given out to the employees there. Not a nice gesture, putting two NFL games up against Monday Night Raw. This is usually something the NFL does in week one. For whatever reason, and I never went back and checked the reasoning why it was week two this year that they decided to go ahead and not even put up one West Coast game and have one East Coast game. No, these games were going on concurrently. Minnesota Vikings, Philadelphia Eagles on ABC and Tennessee and Buffalo on ESPN went head up against Monday Night Raw, and that obviously affected Raw's rating. 1.954 million viewers, lowest rating since July 4th, fifth lowest rating of the year so far, down 7% nearly from last week when NFL competition began. If you're a if you're a numbers watcher, you already know you gotta get used to that sort of stuff. If you're down on the border, if you're in Mexico today, it's a celebration. Why is it a celebration? Because today, September 21st, National Wrestling Day in Mexico. We should have one of those here. It's to commemorate the uh, the the bringing of Lucha Libre to the Mexican people by CMLL founder Salvador Luteroff in 1933. CMLL runs their Tuesday night show at Arena Mexico, and they actually brought back some veterans. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because I never get a chance to watch Lucha. So when I do, I kind of pop for everything. But it was extra great last night if you hadn't seen a show in a while. But remember some of these old names because they brought back some old names from the past including 72-year-old Santanico, who moves far better than a lot of guys I've seen on the indie scene recently who are more than half of his age. Santanico teamed up with Averno and Mephisto to face off in a in a Rudos versus Rudos, bad guy versus bad guy battle against Gran Guerrero, Ray Buccanero, and Ultimo Guerrero. It was incredibly fun. Ultimo Guerrero is a great bad guy and ended up with 72-year-old Santanico. He actually locked his arm and his leg in the 
the ropes. Didn't just use the ropes for leverage. Didn't just grab him. No, he used his whole body. Got it in there just to show off. He is the biggest Rudo. He got the victory. It was really, really fun. And so was the semi-main event. We had Volador Jr. of CMLL's welterweight champion, Negro Casas, and Blue Panther facing off against Hechichero, who's the heavyweight champion, Negro Navarro, and Solar. Yes, the same Solar from the Mil Mascaris days. He was out there. There was a spot where Blue Panther and he and Negro Navarro, again, Panther is 62 years old. Navarro is 65 years old. These guys are grappling on the mat. It's great. Blue Panther, outside the ring, was faked a dive, just crawled out, stepped over the ropes. I forget who it was. I think it was, uh, who was it? I think it was, uh, it must have been. It was, no, it must have been Hechichero. It was Hechichero. Hechichero turns around. 62-year-old Blue Panther does a Rana off the apron. That was perfect. Just a really fun couple of matches. They didn't go on for too long or anything, but they were up on CMLL's YouTube website. I thought that was awesome. Also, just to get this out of the way, Kushida is going to miss his second show or missed his second show for New Japan Pro Wrestling in a week. He missed one uh, a couple of days ago for a non-COVID-19 related fever. He's now got some sort of skin condition that took him out of a 10-man tag team main event match uh, alongside Hiroshi Tanahashi, Tamatanga, Toruyano, and Jado against the Bullet Club. For the Bullet Club, Gato has excused excused himself out of that match to make the sides even, and it ended up being White Anderson Gallows and Taiji Ishimori in that match. So that's out of the way. I'll quickly blast through this NXT uh, review on USA. If you want more in-depth details and a lot more fired-up commentary, you know what to do. The next Brian and Vinny show where Brian goes nuts about NXT. That'll be for you. But the show began with Shawn Michaels summoning both Carmelo Hayes and the man who defeated him for the North American title, Solo Sokoa, backstage. And Michaels told Sokoa that last week he competed in the match he wasn't supposed to be sanctioned in. And because he wasn't in the fan voting, his North American title win cannot stand and he must give the title back because rules are rules. If I'm not mistaken, Solo Sokoa defended that title on SmackDown, and on his title belt that he handed back last night were side plates with his name on it. So however they decide to make this decision, in the long run, it really doesn't matter anyway, I guess, because it's all leading into a ladder match coming up in a couple weeks. It was a way to take the title off Solo Sokoa, but it really doesn't make a lick of sense whatsoever. And Carmelo Hayes, of course, wanted the title back. Michaels told him no, because he tried to game the system by beating up Wesley, and he failed. So, Shawn Michaels, which is, this is a great comment coming from Shawn Michaels. Anytime you think you're bigger than the business, the business is going to slap you in the face. That's what Shawn told Carmelo. So, they're having a qualifying, a series of qualifying matches that began last night in six weeks at Halloween Havoc. We're going to have a ladder match, a five-way ladder match for the title that also features Carmelo Hayes. First match on the show, Nathan Frazier defeated Axiom in the second match of their best of three. I don't know what you say about these guys. I mean, they are incredibly exciting. You know, Ben Carter, a.k.a. Nathan Frazier, has been a guy on a lot of people's radars for quite some time, a kid. Unfortunately, I didn't have a whole lot of chance to watch him while he was over in NXT UK, but he has certainly made an impact with his Axiom 
uh, character and him in there with Nathan Frazier is a great way to introduce these guys. I mean, it was the perfect way to, to, to introduce both of these guys and to increase their name up and to kind of bring back some of that old feel from NXT. I mean, the timing of these guys coming back or the time of these guys starting and kind of really, you know, getting their feet underneath them because Nathan Frazier was hurt with this new regime in. This is probably the best time for it. They're having a best of three match series. As of now with Frazier's victory, they're tied up 1-1. We then got a pre-taped segment from Damon Kemp doing a sit-down interview with somebody off camera. There was a time when people looked at Gable Stevenson, the amateur wrestling standout, the Olympic wrestling standout from University of Minnesota, looked at his brother and said, okay, this kid's a tag-along. The way it's looking right now, I think for a, a number of reasons, but certainly because he's not developing fast enough in WWE's eyes, Stevenson may not make that roster. But Damon Kemp, he's looking really good right now. I thought cut a great promo about what his uh, his motivation was in taking the money from Tony D'Angelo and setting up Roderick Strong and knowing that the Creeds were going to be hotheads and knowing that they had beef with Roddy. He played everybody, and I thought he did a great job with that. That led into Toxic Attraction defeating Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley. Ivy Nile was distracted with everything that's been going on with Diamond Mine. JC Jane gets the victory after Jane and Dolan hit her both with stereo kicks. That led into the schism, the schism, the schism. Ugh, I hate these guys. I don't hate them, but I hate this character. They cut an in-ring promo. Dyad spoke first, followed by Joe Gacy, who warned Cameron Grimes that he's still going to be causing him a whole bunch of pain, blues, and agony. As has been said many times on this show, Joe Gacy is very good. The grizzled young veterans are very good. When you see him in there wrestling, if you can get your mind past the, the outfits and the, the, the eye gimmick and all that sort of stuff, I mean, it's pretty much still the same dudes, but everything that wraps around this whole deal with the Dyad, I'm not down with. The Dyad ended up defeating Edris Anofe and Malik Blade in a tag team match that took place right after that when Reed pinned uh, Jagger Reed, pinned uh, Anofe. Is it, is it Rip or Jagger? It doesn't matter. Who cares? One of them defeated Anofe. Then we got a pre-taped Roxanne Perez promo. She's got a lot of respect for Mako Satamora, and she doesn't have a lot of respect for Cora Jade, who came down to the ring for her match as soon as that video package was over. Cora Jade defeated Wendy Chu. Chu missed a charge into a corner, and Jade hit her DDT for the win. After the match, Lash Legend came out, and she leveled Chu with a pump kick while wearing these boots with, like, a, a solid three-inch heel on them, and... <laughs> Just, Lash Legend is a great athlete. She's big. She's got a great personality. I just don't need you. This woman does not need to be on TV right now. They are not doing her any favors. She barely actually kicked uh, Chu. In fact, I think she missed her all together, but it doesn't matter. We're getting Wendy Chu and Lash Legend uh, tied in together. Hey, look, Chu did a great job with Tiffany Stratton. Karen Q has been around for a long, long time. So she'll be able to help Lash. At least I hope so. I thought the same about Alba Fire. It didn't work out so well there. Mackenzie Mitchell then interviewed Braun Breaker, asked who she thought he should be the number one contender and who he thought was going to win the match later on tonight between Tyler Bate and uh, J.D. McDonough. Breaker picked Bate to win the match. Kelly Kincaid then came out. The former Quinn McKay and ROH interviewed Oro Mensa backstage. 
Brand new. Uh, actually, Mensa's been on level up now, but this was going to be his first match on NXT tonight or last night against Grayson Waller. And they decided to make it a qualifying match. So quite the debut for Mensa to be involved with uh, for a, you know, for his first match. Then it was Bodie Hayward and Andre Chase against Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. Surprise! Chase rolled up Hayes, got the upset victory. So a uh, new feud on the horizon there, and it probably means that Chase is going to get a qualifying match to be involved in the North American ladder match. It may even be against Carmelo. Uh, they may actually go ahead and do that and make that a qualifying match, although it certainly seemed uh, to in- Shawn Michaels seemed to indicate that Hayes actually had a, uh, a free place in the match. Another guy who had a free place in the match was Wes Lee, and they had a video package for him where he refused that free spot in a qualifier, and instead he's going to fight back into a position to try to take the North American title. The problem with him not going right into the ladder match means he's got to face off against Tony D'Angelo in a qualifier next week. After uh, Wesley's video package, we got to hear from Channing Stacks Lorenzo cut a promo and tell him that uh, D'Angelo's going to put one on him. We got Von Wagner and Sanga in a short Haas battle, went about three minutes. Von Wagner got the victory. We heard from Cameron Grimes, who said he's not fooled or intimidated by Joe Gacy in the dyad, and that he'll be facing off against Gacy next week in a qualifier to also try to get into the North American title match. In one of those qualifiers, in his debut, Oro Mensa did defeat Grayson Waller. Waller had the advantage throughout the match for the most part until Apollo Crews appeared at ringside with blood tears supposedly streaming out of his right eye. That is the same eye that Waller had targeted a few weeks ago. A lot going on with contact lenses and eye makeup and everything else in that company. I don't know about that. It doesn't matter, though. Mensa hit a rolling wheel kick as Waller was in the corner, knocked the Australian silly, got the pin. Saul Ruka is coming back next week. And then, at the end, Jamie D. McDonough defeated Tyler Bate to become the number one contender. And as he faced off with Braun Breaker, out came Ilya Dragunov to throw his hat in the mix. So it looks like the man who never lost the NXT UK title wants the NXT title. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days. All in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. 800-950-8218. That's 800-950-8218. Paid for by Want to Sell. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. 
Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086-800-918-4086-800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Mike Sempervivi here with you, Wrestling Observer Live. You know, if you're actually listening to Sports Byline for, you know, sports, there's a little bit taking place today. The Washington Nationals defeated the Atlanta Braves 3-2, to trying to help out the New York Mets right now. I wouldn't be doing such a thing. The Mets uh, and the Brewers 0-0 here the top of the sixth inning. So there's your, your, your sports update. You don't care about that though. If you're listening right now, you care about pro wrestling and there is a whole lot of it tonight. AEW dynamite grand slam beginning at 8 PM Eastern time TBS, right? TBS TNT doesn't really matter. Yeah. On TBS, they'll be taking place tonight. Rampage on the opposite channel uh, uh, coming up here on Friday. Those tapings taking place, and it is hard to believe that we are not going to have a barrel full of news coming out of that show, and not the least of which is we're going to have a brand new AEW World Heavyweight Champion crowned. Will it be John Moxley? Will it be Brian Danielson? Will it be MJF? Who knows? But I can guarantee you where you can get all of the news and information you're going to need about last night's show, Wrestling Observer Radio with Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez. As I mentioned, about 5 or 5.30 in the morning, that show is going to be up for everybody. They are going to have everything in detail, all of the news that comes out of it. So join Dave and Brian. And, of course, join Brian with me here tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern time, as we always are. I think that's enough for today now, isn't it? I'd like to thank producer Jared. I'd like to thank producer Dom. And I'd like to thank all of you out there for listening. Have a good day. And you know what else? If you need to, in fact, not even if you need to, what I'm just going to suggest you do is uh, go to my Twitter, 
I retweeted an Eddie Kingston conversation, a 10-minute conversation, a 10-minute monologue he had talking about the prevention of suicide. It's been the best thing I saw in wrestling uh, in a long time, and uh, it's more than wrestling. It's human, it's personal, and it's pretty awesome, and if you need it, I'd, I'd say listen to it. Thank you very much for joining me, Wrestling Observer Live.